I was, once again, a national disgrace. Lily the loser. Lily second place. Perhaps I would never be anything more than a ferrywoman, a cheap air jockey. Good job, Lily! Second place! Jessop said, joining me. He patted me on the shoulder. I sighed deeply and unbuttoned my vest. The tension had me sweating. I could feel it dripping down from my neck between my breasts into my corset. You did great, I told Jessop. Sorry I let you down. Ah, Lily, he sighed. Angus emerged from below, wiping sweat from his head with a greasy rag. He pulled off his monocle. He frowned toward the American side. Well, we beat the French, he said with a shrug and kissed me on the cheek, smearing grease on me. Good job, Angus. Thank you, I said, taking him by the chin and giving him a little shake as I wrinkled my nose and smiled at him. Angus laughed and dropped his arm around Jessop's shoulders. They grinned happily at one another. You stink, brother, Jessop told him. It's a wee bit toasty down there. Besides, I peddled this ship across the entire fecking country while you were up here looking at the birds. That, my friend, is the smell of success. I laughed. You peddled the ship? Jessop asked mockingly. Like Lil and I were just up here playing cards. If I didn't keep the balloon aloft, your ass would be kissing the ground. Now wait a minute. Are you saying your job is more important than mine? Angus retorted. I could see where this was going. Gents? More important? Now why would I say that? Just because I'm the one... Jessop started and then his mouth ran. Gents? And another thing, Jessop went on. Gentlemen, our audience awaits, I said, cutting them both off, motioning to the well-shod crowd who waited for us on the loading platform outside the stargazer. I grinned at my crew. Come on, let's go. I patted the rail of the stargazer. Thanks, I whispered to her, and we exited onto the platform. A reporter from the London Times and several race officials stood waiting for me. Well done, Lily, well done, the British race official congratulated me with a pat on the back. Second place. King George will be so proud. One of these days you'll have it, by God. I was pretty sure that the last thing I needed was the attention of George IV, the extravagant, unpopular lush, but I bit my tongue and smiled politely. Lily, how did Cutter beat you? You led the entire race, the reporter asked. She was a round woman wearing a very thick black lace collar that looked like it was choking her. Her heavy purple walking dress looked hot under the late afternoon summer sun, and the brim of her black satin cap barely shaded her nose. I noticed, however, that she had a small clockwork fan pin attached to her chest. I pulled off my cap, mopped my forehead, and thought about the question. Luck, I replied. Lily, that was some move around Tinker's Tower— "'How did you learn to do that?' another reporter asked. "'My father,' I lied. "'Make way, make way,' one of the race officials called, ushering a marshal forward. The marshal looked like someone who lingered an hour too long at supper. The gold buttons on his satin, marigold-coloured vest would take an eye out if they popped. His overly tall top hat was adorned with a ring of flowers that matched his striking orange-coloured dress coat. "'Miss Stargazer, congratulations!' he said, shaking my hand. The Spanish airship is coming in now. Will you please join Mr. Cutter at the winner's podium? He asked politely as he guided me forward by the hand. From below there was a commotion. A man dressed in an unusual costume rushed up the stairs. The London constables, a full squadron of the Bow Street runners, chased him. 
When he got to the loading platform, the man pushed through a crowd of well-dressed ladies and gentlemen, many of whom were gentry. It was then I could see he was dressed as a harlequin. He wore the traditional red and black checked outfit and a black mask. He scanned the towers until he caught sight of me. He jumped, landing on the tower railing, and ran toward me. A woman in the crowd screamed. Moments later, the constables appeared on the platform. The race marshals pointed toward the harlequin who was making a beeline for me. I let go of the marshal's hand and stepped back toward the ship. Lily, Jessop warned, moving protectively toward me. Angus reached over the deck of the stargazer and grabbed a very large wrench. Was it an assassin? Christ, would someone murder me for winning second place? I turned and ran toward the stargazer. A moment later, the harlequin flipped from the rail, grabbed one of the stargazer's ropes, and, swinging over the others, landed on the platform directly in front of me. Any second now, I would be dead.'